What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Irving. Today's guest is Scott Wiener from Scott's Pizza Tours and Slice Out Hunger. If you go to the pizza show or you watch any of the pizza shows on YouTube, you're familiar with who Scott is. He's doing something with Slice Out Hunger. He wanted to come on the podcast. He needs your help as pizzeria owners out there. He wants to donate pizzas to people who are hungry or in need. And you need some pizzas in your area, wherever you're located. So we talk about that a little bit on this podcast, but that's not what the whole podcast is about. We also talk about pizza, the Pizza Expo, uh, some pizza documentaries that are cool, how Scott got started with the pizza documentary, and a whole bunch of pizza-related topics. It's just a fun conversation with Scott about what he's doing in uh, in the pizza community. I think you're going to enjoy this one. But if you are looking to join Slice Out Hunger, check it out. The link for Slice Out Hunger will be on the website, Smart Pizza Marketing. Dot com. He's still looking for some pizzerias in some particular states that we talk about on this podcast. So listen in, and if you're in one of those states, hop on, slice out hunger, and let Scott know you did. If you're looking to market your pizzeria, you have to contact MailShark. It's got to be your direct mail go-to company. Whether you want to get your menu in the hands of new customers or promote your pizza shop with a postcard, magnet, or one of the hottest direct mail pieces, they have these plastic postcards. MailShark will work with you to come up with the best marketing plan that fits your budget, and that's very important in 2021. MailShark gives pizzerias the ability to spread those mailings and payments out over a weekly schedule so it doesn't have to be all upfront money it helps you out lets you work with them to put those content pieces out and pay for it as you go thousands of pizzerias trust mail shark with their direct mail and printing marketing they are the best in the industry give them a call today 610-621-5116 or you can visit them at themailshark.com forward slash SPM to find out how they can help your pizza shop. They have so many options available. Again, 610-621-5116 or themailshark.com forward slash SPM. And also thank you to Stanislaw for sponsoring the podcast. I've been using a ton of Stanislaw products lately. Uh, They sent me a whole bunch of different varieties of tomatoes that I've been using, not only for pizzas, but for my Detroit style pizzas, my deep dish, my Grandma style, my pizzas that I cook in the Gosney oven, all kinds of sauce. You got to check them out. Stanislaus Food Product. Go follow them on Instagram. Check out what they have going on over there. They share a lot of great, valuable content. They have a newsletter as well. If you want to go check that out on their website, you can find them on Instagram at Stanislaus Tomatoes. Go give them a follow. Also, Stanislaus.com forward slash La Trattoria, which is their newsletter that they put out. And it's a really value-packed newsletter. I talked to Steve about it at the Pizza Summit, and they do a really good job of curating valuable information. They kind of look at their content like I look at my content. They want it to help you because they feel like if they help you grow, you're going to use their products, and they're going to grow with you. So they don't do a hard sell. Just a great company to uh, follow and use. So go check them out, Stanislaus Tomatoes on Instagram. All right, before we get into the podcast with Scott, my goals for 2022 are to bring you as much value as I can. And I've been doing that by archiving all of our content. There's a lot of content that we put out over the years. And a lot of questions I get asked over and over and over again about Instagram and TikTok and email marketing. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be creating these courses. And I've always been against creating courses. I don't know why. Just always been against it. But I put out so much free content. The only thing we really had was our, our marketing company, which I don't really talk about a lot, and the mastermind group. 
And other than that, all the content we put out is free. And everything we talk about in there is pretty much free. It's just all over the place. So what I'm doing for 2022 is I'm diving deep into the mastermind group. I want our mastermind group members to really figure out Instagram and TikTok and NFTs and cryptocurrency and really be in the forefront of that. So that's what I'm focusing on for the mastermind group. But I'm also, if you're not interested in that, but you still want to learn Instagram or you still want to learn TikTok or you want to learn how to do email marketing for your business or your pizzeria, I'm putting together all these courses and organizing all of our content into one place. And I've started to do that. And the first course that we have out in January is our Instagram for pizzerias. If you go to smartpizzamarketing.com, you click on courses, you can check out the Instagram for pizzeria courses. It's one ninety seven. As of me recording this podcast, there's 21 lessons in there, and I'm adding about 10 more this week. So if you're listening to the podcast now, there'll be 10. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you a coupon code for anybody who listens to the podcast for 50% off. It's going to be SPMPOD, S-P-M-P-O-D. Use that coupon code and get 50% off that Instagram course. And here's the thing. It's a one-time fee. You get access to the course forever. And my goal for 2022 is to constantly be updating that course So if anybody asks me questions about Instagram, I can just push them there. It's all the information and it's updated all the time. I'm going to be adding accounts you should be following. I'm going to be adding things about reels, how to create ads, how to separate the content for stories and the feed, how to do Instagram videos, what is the proper hashtags and how do you do hashtag research. All of that is in there. You can go over to the website, check out the course see what's on there currently for information and see if it's for you. And if you want to, great, buy it, use the coupon code SPMPOD, S-P-M-P-O-D, and you get access to the course forever and all of the updates I do in the future, you will have access to. All right, that's enough for me. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast with Scott from Slice Out Hunger. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Scott from Slice Out Hunger, you don't really need an introduction. I think this is the third time you've been on the podcast. I think so. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. I think you're the only person I've had on the podcast three times. Whoa. First guess, at least. I'm sure there'll be many more. I've had John Arena twice. I've had Anthony Mangieri twice. I've had Anthony Falco a couple times. Um, yeah, it, there's not a Nobody's been on three times, I don't think. This is a big honor, and it's a it's a it's a weight that I will carry with pride. Till next week when I have my guest on for the third time next week. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> the, the length of this happening isn't too long. But welcome to the podcast again, Scott. Yeah, it's good to be back. Thanks for having me. I know we've got a lot of things to chat about. And pretty crazy week for me over here. It's funny, like every time I talk to you, I feel like I'm wearing a different hat. There's like the Scott's Pizza Tours hat. Yep. And then, you know, today it's like more of a slice out hunger hat. What's your event that you do in October? So October, you mean for slice out hunger? Yeah. Every, so this is, might be changing actually, but every October up until recently, up until COVID, every October we've done a $1 pizza party That's in right. New York City where we get like 60 pizzerias involved. They donate all their pizza. We sell it for a dollar per slice. And then we match that funding with like uh, donation money from companies. And then we take that money and we donate it to a local hunger relief charity. But we didn't do that in 2020. No, we did that in 2020. Wait, did we? No, we didn't do that in 2020. <laughs> it's such a blur, isn't it? Like the last two yeah, years. What year is it? We didn't do it in 20. We didn't do it in 21, obviously. And hopefully we'll bring it back in 22. But we're thinking about changing what part of the year we do it in because you know, Slice Out Hunger started off as just this annual event. Yes. And now it's become a year-long schedule of activities. 
which that one little dollar pizza party is just one piece of. So yeah, way more now. You don't have to do it in that particular time. You can do it in August or something when it's like nice out and everybody can hang out outside. Well, you know what we're thinking is this past October, October 2021, we did this thing called Pizza on the Pier. I saw that. I wanted to go to it, but I don't know. I just I, I just didn't I don't know. I don't know what happened to me this year. The last couple of years you, for me has been a whole blur. Bruce, you don't have to even think about it. There's no excuse needed. It's I get it. You'll make it eventually. Yes. It'll be cool. If you do it you next were year, with us at heart. If you would do it next year, I'm going for sure. I think we're doing it every year forever because the way it worked is the New York City Wine and Food Festival happens on a Saturday. Uh, at least their, their pizza event happens on a Saturday. And they use Mara Forney ovens for that. I have a great relationship with Mara Forney. They're great supporters of Slice Out Hunger. So I called them up and said, hey, if you leave the ovens there on Sunday, I'll make an event and we'll get a bunch of pizza makers. We'll get some flour. We'll get some tomato sauce. We'll get a and then we'll raise a bunch of money for local hunger relief organization. Yeah. They they said yes. Fornino, which is a pizzeria right on the water in yeah. Brooklyn, it's, a, it's the venue. They said, yeah, do it. So we we pulled it together. We had some great like 30 pizza makers show up, and it was awesome. I love it. It looked fun. from in, Watching it from Instagram from afar, it looked like you guys had a good time. It was such a blast, and we had, we've had such a great community build up around that over the past couple of years. Um, so we're really excited to continue that. And I feel like if we do that in October, we probably shouldn't also do the dollar pizza party in October for our own sanity. Right, right. Because it takes a lot. As you can imagine, it takes a lot of energy I bet. to put together an event. I mean, listen, I know how much it takes to put like an online event together, how much energy and, and work it takes to do that. So I can only imagine having to coordinate equipment and ticket sales and then the actual day of, I know how much work that must be. So you know what we got to do? We got to do some sort of event in the Boston area. I would love to. We should was, do something there was like a Boston that. Pizza Festival a few years ago. Yes, I don't know if that's coming back. That was uh that was that was decent. I didn't love the way it was run the first year because it was I don't know if it was the guys that did it were great. I just think it was their first time doing a, a, a pizza event and it was a little it was a little chaotic and a little weird the pricing that they had to get pizza. So you pay, you know, so it's it's good. You gotta be a little bit better organized, I think. I gotta I gotta tell you, just from someone who tries to produce some of these things, it's really hard. And the first year you do it, forget the first year, the 10th year you do it, there's things that you immediately want to fix for the <laughs> yeah. 11th. So every single time it's like blood, sweat, and tears. And then the event happens. And then right when you're done breaking down, you pack up the car. You're not thinking about like, oh, I'm glad it's over. You're thinking like, okay, here's what we need to change next year. Yeah. Immediately. Right. They, I know so it was I, successful. I, I know it was successful for them because it was a busy, it was a busy show for them. But what do you got going on now? What do you got working on this week? Well, this week, so this is like the thing I was really excited to tell you about yeah. is this week we're sort of wrapping up our registration for this thing called Pizza Across America, which is a partnership that Slice Out Hunger has with the World Pizza Champions. And it's this event that we've been doing for the past five years, uh, which started off with um, Carmine Testa from Jersey Pizza Boys, yeah. Carmine's Pizza Factory in Jersey, came up to me and he said, oh, my sons, Michael and Nikki, they they volunteered for a Slice Out Hunger event, and now they want to do more. So they thought, how cool would it be if we got pizzerias all around the country to donate pizza to local shelters and soup kitchens on National Pizza Day? So we use National Pizza Day not as a way to celebrate ourselves, but as a way to like give back to the community. What day is so that we, for people who that's don't That's February 9th, okay. National Pizza Day. So every year we do this, 
And we register pizzerias on our website, which is sliceouthunger.org. And to be a part of it, all you have to do is commit to donating and delivering at least 10 pizzas to any local shelter, soup kitchen, after school program, senior center, any hunger relief organization. And the way it works on our website is when you go to sliceouthunger.org slash PAA, you sign up on the form. And if you sign up by, actually the original deadline was gonna be this Tuesday, January 11th. But actually I will tell you right now, we just made the decision to extend it to this Friday, which is January, I don't know, 14th? Yep, I think that's right. So if you're listening to this when the podcast comes out, we usually release our podcast Thursday. I'm releasing it early Wednesday. So you have two days. You have today and tomorrow to get registered over at sliceouthunger.org slash, what was it? Yeah, if you go to sliceouthunger.org, there's a button right there in the middle of the screen. Can't miss it. Oh, got it. Yeah, register your pizzeria. Yeah, right there. And yeah, so the de- the new deadline, we've had so many pizzerias contact us today and say, oh, I'm really excited. I'm going to sign up later today. I know what that means. That means I'm going to try to get it today, but I'm busy because I run a pizzeria. Right. Hopefully, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll put it on totally the screen right cool. here. So if you go there, uh, sliceouthunger.org forward slash PAA. If you're yeah. watching the video, it's right on your screen right there. You yeah. can link it up to in the show notes. But go there. You have a couple of days to go there. And I'm sure yeah. if you miss this, maybe you're listening to this in the future and it's summertime, I, I, you can register for next year's event because I'm sure you usually do this every year, don't you? We do this every year. And uh, I should explain, though, that you know we the, the deadline is this week, mid-January, not even. And the event doesn't happen until February 9th, the week of February 9th. So the question is, why is the deadline so early? And it's because our team of volunteers at Slice Out Hunger, we need this time to organize all the deliveries. So if you know, hey, I've got a local shelter I work with all the time, I'm going to sign up and then deliver to them. I don't need you to spend three and a half, four weeks doing this for me. You can check a box that says, I'll handle my own delivery. But if you want us to help, you have to get it in by this week, by January 14th. Oh, so they can still be involved as long as they, because I'm sure anybody who's a, a pizzeria in their own neighborhood has an, has some sort of uh, shelter or community place where they know they can drop off some pizzas that would help. So they can just do it on their own if they have to up till February 9th. That's exactly right. Perfect. So anybody could sign up. It's just if you want our help, we need the time to do it. We have a small crew and it takes a long time to do this. So the application takes four minutes right it's easy it's all your basic info how far are you willing to go mileage wise for delivery how many pizzas are you delivering how many slices per pie and then we figure out uh where you can take it we call up all the local destinations figure out which one can accept hot food donations on the day and time that you're making the delivery you so if someone is listening to this after the deadline how can you help them like research places? Where would they go to research places if they wanted to do it, like be a part of it, but they missed your help? Yeah, the best way to do it is you just, the way we really do it is we start off by taking, we look at you on a map and then we look at past years. Who have we worked with in your area? So if we see, oh, there's like three different soup kitchens in your neighborhood, we hook that up easily. If you don't have that list that we have, Just do a little Google search on a map, go to maps.google.com, type in your address, and then go to nearby, and you can click nearby and search soup kitchen, shelter, food bank, food pantry, church, synagogue, whatever. Uh, And that's usually how we find it. So our process takes a while because step one is 
who can we bring? What are some options? Step two, we contact those, those options and see which one fits best with the pizzeria's schedule. Step three, we confirm it with them, with the beneficiary. Step four, we tell the pizzeria, hey, we got you locked up. You're set. Wednesday at 11 o'clock, you make your delivery. They're expecting you. Love it. And how many pizzerias do you usually have doing this or being a part of this? So last year we had 207. Wow. Across the U.S.? Across the U.S., we had 43 states, but it's called Pizza Across America for a reason. We want the whole country. So we're really working right now to get all 50 states covered. What states, did, what, what states weren't covered last year that you, if you know off the top of your head? I do, actually. And I don't want to put them on watch right now because it's not like I have beef with these states. Well, no, you're not I'm putting the saying, beef. Well, we, need, we need someone to step up in these states. So let's get some word out there. I'm just saying North Dakota, we could use you. This is going to shock you right now, Bruce. Massachusetts. Get out of here. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And th- uh, I looked on it yesterday and there was nobody in Mass. I'm going to look right now and see if we got anybody but Mass. We didn't have Idaho last year. You know um, what? Hey, I'm going to get you somebody from Massachusetts. When I get off this call for you, I'm going to get you somebody. Uh, I'm going to text somebody and I'll get you somebody by the time we get up. Not by the time we get off this podcast, but right after we get off this podcast, I'll get you somebody in Massachusetts. I believe you. And the best thing anybody could do is whether or not you're going to participate, spread the word and let other people know. Because you know, it's a really not a heavy lift. And we're trying to do this because, first of all, it's a great way to show the pizza community loves giving back, which, yep. which they do, obviously. But it's also a really cool way for all these independent pizzerias to act together. And it demonstrates the power of the independence in the way that the the nationwide chains can do instantly. Right. And the independents can do, I think, just as easily. All right. What other states? Any other states that you can name me? Let me see what I got. I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to think if I know anybody in North, in what you say, North Dakota? Yeah. Okay. You ready for this? I got the list of missing states, Bruce. This is no joke right now. Okay. This is going to shock you right now. Delaware. Delaware. Okay. Georgia. Here, I'm going to even hold it up. You can see. Delaware, Georgia. Huh, nobody in Hawaii yet? Hawaii? Yeah, we had no problem last time. I'll, I got some text to write. Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, although I think I got a Montana this morning. New Hampshire. Did I tell you North Dakota already? Yes. Utah, Vermont, Washington, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Does it have to just be pizza? Can they, what if someone's listening to this who maybe has like a, a drink shop or a coffee shop or wants to do something else? Can they hop on too? It's not called drinks across America. It's not <laughs> called coffee across America. Okay. I thought maybe they'd want to help out. All right. Hey, listen, they can help out, of course. Of course. But, you know, I, I, I would never right. tell somebody don't deliver 12 hamburgers to you. But our function here is it's the pizza thing. All right. I'm going to get you Massachusetts. I, I, I'm going to get you Massachusetts. There's no, listen, sure. it's, I got to be honest. It's sad that Massachusetts hasn't stepped up yet. I know. What's going on, Mass? Let's go. Maybe I'm they'll... looking at the list right now. and We currently have 174 people have signed up. I bet you get a lot of people like the last day or two, though. It's usually what happens. I mean, honestly, I'll tell you my, my true wish. We can handle 400 people. I want 400 pizzerias to sign up. That's the goal. It's such a small. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, let's make it happen. We're almost, you're almost There's there. There's no reason we couldn't. Bruce, everybody who's, who's been a part of this, 
is so excited and they're like, why can't we should be able to get 65,000 pizzerias in this country. You know what? As soon as I get done with this podcast, I'm going to edit it. I'm going to get it out right away. I'm going to make some contacts. We'll get you. We'll, we'll try to get you to that 400. Let's do it. And listen, for everybody, it's easy. Go to sliceouthunger.org. Hit the button in the middle of the page that says Pizza Across America. And then fill out the form. It's just a form. It takes less than five minutes to fill out. And there's even a great function on the form that if you want to become a member of Slice Out Hunger, which is totally free, you click a box and then that's it. What that means is that your pizzeria has pledged that you're going to donate pizza every year to some local hunger relief charity of your own choice, a minimum of 30 pizzas. That's all. If you commit to that, you are a member, which means we send you a kit with t-shirts, stickers, window decals, all the information you need, a little thing to put up on your counter to let people know that you're part of this nationwide organization. And then at Pizza Expo every year, we have a party, which you get invited to, and we have a booth, which you get some special perks at the booth. I mean, it's totally awesome. It doesn't cost you anything. And the reason we do it is because we, the whole organization is run by pizza lovers yeah. and people in the industry. Our board is made up of people in the business. So we just feel like we can pull together independent pizzerias and really show this great force for community, which like you and I grew up, like you go to the pizzerias, sponsor the softball team. Everything. Yeah. You go to the pizzeria after the soccer game, you know, like it's a celebratory thing. I've so. never seen any other community. I mean, I don't really pay attention to too many other communities, but I haven't seen any <laughs> other communities donate as much for like Christmas and Thanksgiving and give back to communities with the local sports team and donations more than I do the pizza community. I feel like no matter where you go, the local pizza shop is always the place you go to. If you need a donation, if you need some, you know, to have a pizza night for your team or something like that, we're always, yeah. they're always there to step up. It's a lot. And it's, it's kind of asking a lot. These are small businesses that have been hurt over the past couple of years and still they show up. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the coolest thing. Speaking of showing up, are you, uh, what do you think is going to happen for the pizza expo this year? Are you excited for it? I'm pumped for it. Yeah, I'll be there. I'm running some seminars, running a pizza tour. We got a Slice Out Hunger event. And we're going to have a really, really cool Slice Out Hunger booth uh, right inside the Pizza Today booth. I can't tell you more details yet. Okay. But let me just tell you this. It's going to be awesome. Is it We've your first time doing really that, something like that? We've done it for the past two years. But it's always just been us having like a little sign-up sheet to enlist your pizzeria. Right. And not, you know, not much else to do interaction wise, but this year we've got a really cool idea happening. So excellent. When, when, when can we hear about it at the show or are you going to be able to tell us beforehand? I think I'll, I'll have a preview maybe two weeks before the show. Okay. When is the show this year? March 20, 20th. It's always around the same time, right? Yeah. It's usually March or April, but this is March 20th. And, uh, I think it's going to be a great show. I've been talking to people from the show this week. And they assure me that, you know, they're full speed ahead. Of course, safety issues are going to be, you know, a huge deal as they were in August. But I think we'll be in a better place. More people will have been vaxxed, boosted. Yeah. Hopefully by then we will have gotten through this terrible Omicron hit. So, and if that doesn't happen, and if the show, well, I think the show is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think, at this point in our... I think that we're seeing a boot, a jump in all this because of the holidays, like everybody's getting together in the holidays and maybe people were vaccinated and their guard was down a little bit, but 
you know, it, it seems like we're getting through it now, right? And by the March, by March 20th, it should be coming out of winter where everybody's kind of hibernating for two months. It should be getting a little bit warmer, and I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I'm looking forward to we it. All- I didn't go last year, but I'm, I think uh, I'm planning on going this year. As of right now, I'm planning on going yeah. this year. I remember last year, and, and it was like, nobody knew if they were going really until the end and right. you waited a while and you made a big decision and you were like, look, I think it's best for me to, to not go. And yeah. I think that was smart. But, um, the people who went, it was a smaller event, but everybody was psyched. I think this one in March will not be back to normal, but it will be, I think it will be a really great one. It's going to be a couple of years before we get back to normal. So I think you think it'll be, be- bigger than it was last year. Is that the plan? Absolutely. It will. Okay. Well, that's good. I heard everybody, everybody who went last year, you know, enjoyed themselves. They all said it was less people and a smaller show, but they all said, you know what? It was good to get out and finally see some people after a year and a half of, or a year at that point to be inside. So uh, if it's bigger than that and better than that, it'll be fine. Yeah. It's tough because you got to put safety first. Yeah. But fortunately people showed up, they wore masks. We're in a big convention room with ceilings that are as high as the sky. (laughs) There's airflow. And unfortunately, I didn't talk to anybody who got sick from being there. So that's a relief. I like it. Not that I like it, but listen, it makes people be smart about what you're doing with your hands, how much you wash them, what you touch, where you go and what you do when you go places. Like, I feel like it, it makes people way more aware than it was before. And I like the fact that like hygiene is important nowadays. <laughs> I've gotten so good at washing my hands. Me too. It's like, oh, I'm a pro. My kids too, like wash your phone, wash your hands. Like just, you got in the habit of doing it now. Like once we're, even when this is over, I think that habit is going to be maintained for sure. At least for my kids. So embarrassing that that's what it took. (laughs) That's that's true. All right, let's talk about some fun things. You know what I did the other day? Um, I have Comcast and I, we have the, uh, the clicker where you can talk into. And I said pizza and I put, I talked pizza into the clicker and your, it was like an autobiography of you, a video. No way. The uh, was it on Amazon? I think so. It was either on Am- uh, yeah Amazon Prime maybe. It was a video of you. It was basically a video of you, like a documentary of like how you got started doing pizza tours. Did you know that? It there was made- a, yeah, how there was a documentary. Two thousand seventeen, maybe. Really? Was 16? that? When did I don't you, know. When did you start the pizza tours? I oh I started twenty two thousand eight. Oh, I think it was old. I think I mean, maybe it wasn't that old. It might have been 2016 or 17. Uh, so there's a, okay, it's this, um, there's a documentary called Scott's Pizza Tours. It was made by Notice Pictures. Yep. Was the company. And it's, yeah, there's like shots where it's like interviewing me with like a weird background or something. And then it goes to like follows the tour. They yeah. followed me for like eight months. They came on the tour uh, several times and then came to Italy with me and they came to pizza expo with me. I'm looking up when it, when it came out. Was it, was it fun to do? Uh, it was, I mean the Genesis of that. Okay. It was 2017 was the, that's when it went on YouTube at least. Okay. The, the pre, Oh, is the whole thing on YouTube? I don't know where it is, but if you just, if you have a, a remote control at your house, just talk, just say pizza into it thing. and it'll come right up. I don't have the thing that you talk into, but. Anyway, the way it worked is this guy, Ryan Jones, and this guy, Sean Willis, who have this company, Notice Pictures, they 
were making documentaries and then they ended up making a documentary about Hurricane Sandy 2012. Okay. Right. And after Hurricane Sandy, all the power was out in lower Manhattan. And I put up a bunch of blog posts about all these pizzerias that were still up and running because they didn't need electricity. They had gas ovens, wood fired, coal fired ovens. And they ended up wanting to shoot a mini documentary about that because they thought it was a cool story. And then they were like, wait a second, maybe <laughs> we should shoot a whole thing with you. And then they figured that they would follow me for as long as they wanted until they got bored. And, and I just basically said to them, yeah, like do whatever you want. Just every week, let me know where you want to meet me or, you know, I would tell them my schedule yeah. and they would pick and choose what they wanted to do. And that was basically it. I just told them, don't, you know, you don't have to ask me. I don't want to have any like control. I don't want it to be like me producing it. Cause that's weird. <laughs> You're going to make a, a documentary following me. Just like, I thought it was in entertaining for sure. It was interesting and entertaining. You should check it out. If you're listening to this, like I said, go just either. I mean, you can make it easy and just say, Hey, pizza into your remote in the, uh, it'll pop up a whole bunch of things. The pizza show. I'm curious what else. Wait, have you seen these other documentaries? Did you see the, uh, New Haven documentary, Pizza, a love story? Uh, I don't know if I watched that one yet. It's cool. I is wonder it? if it's online. I mean, obviously the pizza show with Frank is, is one that people watch a lot. Your other show that you have with, um, Mark. Oh yeah. Really though. Yeah. That's a fun show. Is that fun to do? Oh my God. Is the most fun ever. Are you still doing that? Is that still a show that's going to be coming? No, out? because Thrillist was the producer for that. And I think they fired their whole video team. And then the new video team, I think just wanted to make new stuff and not make old stuff. So really? We did three seasons of that show. Yeah. And I know I talked to Mark yesterday. I, I know that both of us would love to do more, but why don't you just do that on your own? That would be cool to just do a YouTube share a show about that on your own. Uh, well, I mean, we just talked about how much work it is to produce a live event. Imagine doing that. I guess multiple that's true. Times. Yeah. But I think you could do it in a unique perspective where you could do like vlog format where you just carry around a camera, put it down. It doesn't take that much to edit that. Yeah. But Bruce, I'm not, I don't like that. Like, like I can't carry a camera around and talk to it. When I do that on Instagram or anything, it's extremely painful. Why? Uh, because I'm just, I'm embarrassed by it. Like, Are you I'm serious? Yes, I'm serious. I was literally just going to say to you, you're you're so comfortable on camera and seem like it doesn't phase you at all. I was literally just going to say that before you said that. Well, it's it's just, yeah, I mean, it, it does. It, I'm comfortable when somebody else is holding a camera. But when I'm, I, I just, I don't think I could do the thing where you walk around with the camera and talk to it. What's the, why did you just get uncomfortable or what is it? Yeah, it's just, look, you, you I'm going to quote your own tweets here. Okay. Is that, you don't have to be on every social media platform. You're Pick right. the ones that are comfortable for you, and you live there. True. I, you said that. I, <laughs> I stand by it. I don't think you should be on every platform. I agree. You got to pick the ones you want. Listen, but, I, I was thinking about it today. I would love, yeah, I would love to do more content and have like YouTube videos all the time, but it's just not my comfort zone. Yeah, but sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone. There's a difference between not being everywhere and stepping out of your comfort Bruce. zone every once in a while. All right, pick one. Pick a lane. No, you can be in both lanes because you could only do YouTube where it's one channel, but you're still stepping out of your comfort zone. That's true. But you know what? I do the YouTube stuff, but when it's, I just can't do the selfie stuff. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I'm saying. The Listen, vlogs. I don't necessarily feel that comfortable being in front of the camera either. So I know, I know how you feel. Well, that's why it's so dark and blue. Yeah. It's got the ambiance going in here. Yeah. It's like a, a weird rave. 
<laughs> so there's no music and dancing going on or or fun <laughs> just a death star there's a death star yeah yeah but what about okay i got another documentary for you yeah. have you seen the one about andrew bellucci it's called oh my goodness no but i'm gonna Google untitled it right pizza film who is andrew bellucci untitled. i've seen a lot about him he's amazing he's an amazing pizza maker didn't he, he just uh, did he just leave one of his rest pizzerias yes he just left bellucci pizza He's opening a new one. Is that what I saw? Yes. The announcement will come hopefully soon. Oh, excellent. In New York, is that where he's opening it? I, I can't say anymore. I got to let him say it. Okay. I, I've only heard the the pre-rumor. So, but I'll just say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's in New York. Oh, I'm going to look that up. Andrew Bellucci documentary. He's got this movie called, it's called Untitled Pizza Movie. And what is it about? Obviously pizza, but like what's the other yeah. part? So check this out. It's this documentary that these two friends started making in the 90s that they would bring a VHS recorder into pizzerias and they would say they're making this documentary about pizza basically so they could get free food. <laughs> now, time goes on. One of the guys passes away. The other guy becomes this really famous film director and uh, and he dug up he dug up the old tapes and he said, let's do something with this, which coincided with Andrew Bellucci coming back from, I think he was in Malaysia making pizza, came back to New York to open his own pizzeria. Oh. And the reason that this works is in the 90s, they followed Andrew Bellucci as he opened Lombardi's pizzeria and um, and like the whole story around that place. Oh, so wow. It's an amazing documentary that's like 90s New York and also this pizza story, but it's not... It's not one of or the other. It's just both things at the same time. Where is that on Netflix, YouTube, or something I don't, like that? I think it's I think it's at the festival circuit now. Okay. So you might not be able to see it. I googled it right here. It says uh, Sundance.org. It says Untitled Pizza Movie. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. Oh yeah. I'll link it up in the show notes. So if you want to check it out, you can you can watch that. If it's available to watch it, you have to watch it. It's. All right. A few hours long, but it's totally worth it. It's good. It's so good. I take so your word good. for that. And and I'll tell you why. Because like I generally I don't really love a lot of pizza documentaries, <laughs> including the one that's about the pizza tour. I mean, <laughs> it's fine, but like you know, I uh, I just find that a lot of pizza documentaries they could like kind of get overwhelmed with the, the I don't know it it it's like a little too heavy for me. I don't know why. Heavy but on this what? Pizza on, or like what do you mean by heavy? I just mean that it's like they, they feel a little too clubby, too insular. There, there's some there's something about it that it like they either try to throw everything at the wall or yeah. they try to like hammer you over the head about something being good or not, like kind of forgetting about that it's like fun and a food. Yeah, yeah. But the untitled pizza movie, pizza is a character but it's not the only character okay that sounds interesting i'm gonna go check that out tonight actually when uh later on see if i can find that if i do i'll like tweet it out or put it on instagram stories or something where you guys anybody can go listen to it or i'll throw in the show notes for this episode as well awesome how often are you getting contacted to be on like the i saw you actually on jimmy fallon too how was that that was crazy that was really really fun see like that you i saw that i didn't watch it on tv but i watched it on youtube and you seemed so relaxed and comfortable. 
Yeah, well, well, that's different from I'm. I would way rather do that than like talking to the phone. You know? I feel like I would be way more nervous to do that than talking to my phone by myself. No, because it's people. When you can see people's faces, then it's easier. And even on, even with Fallon, you know, it's just once you get over the fact that like this is a person you've seen on TV, right? And that all these other people see and will see, then it's just it's just a person in a room with a bunch of other people, and it's. Really, the, the worst part of that whole experience was just the, like, traveling there. Like, it's only, it's in Manhattan. I live in Brooklyn. But it's right. just the anticipation of, like, what is this going to be like? But then it's just a room full of people and no big whoop. It was fun? Yeah, it was super, super fun. That was It was interesting to see that. I think you did a great job. You looked so comfortable and relaxed on it. It was cool. I was, I was, I was relaxed. It was it was fun. How often, I, how often are you getting contacted by to do things like that or a, about pizza related questions or topics? Uh, it's it, like pretty regularly, like every couple of weeks, there'll be some kind of question. I, I think it's just because, you know, if somebody wants to cover a story about pizza, I think it's, it's hard because it's not a field where there's academia involved. So it's not like you're writing an economic story and you're right. like, okay, let's talk to some economists. When you're writing about pizza, like all these stories were coming out about the loss of the dollar slice, how, how we're losing the dollar slice in New York because of economic reasons, you know, right. all, all the reasons of, uh, you know, whatever, what do you call it? inflation and the supply chain issues. And so I, I was a person to be able to talk to about that because I've like written things and been talking about that part of the world of the, of the pizza world for a while. What? Was the dollar slice, was that still a thing recently? I feel like that's still like, that's like not a thing. I feel like that's so cheap. The dollar slice had been a real big deal for the past 10 or 12 years. Really? Yeah. Cause people were opening dollar slice shops, which would mean that so many people would go there that it would keep volume up. Yeah. So the low price of the slice would be, uh, countered by the volume, but now we're losing those because of you know, all these other economic reasons that and it sucks and it, like why would you want to have to sell so many slices and be that busy volume wise that your price has to be a dollar i would much rather be open like i've been doing a lot of podcasts lately about people who are actually opening less right like they're only open four to nine or four to ten five days a week and that's it if you want their pizzas yeah. like they work on their craft and they make really good pizza and if you want to get it you got to get it when they're open and their lives are a lot better than having to pump out four thousand pizzas a week because they're so cheap but I think it's different. Like New York, if you're doing a slice, you got you're open at ten or eleven, and you're not closed till two or three or four a.m. Right. Just because that's where the foot traffic is. But when the foot traffic leaves because of a pandemic, right? Then you run into those problems. Which is what happened, right? Because there's not as many people walking around in New York. Yeah. I mean, is it back to what it was? Not back to what it was. Maybe it's seventy percent. Yeah, there are probably there are neighborhoods and times of the day where it feels like it's ninety percent, but really, it's really not because of you know tourism is down and especially right now the wave is like you know the yeah hospitalizations are are up so people are kind of staying inside. Out. Yeah. yeah, are your tours still see, going? Tours are still going, but you got to be vaccinated to eat inside. Right, and it's winter, so. You got to be vaccinated to be on the tour. And that's great because it keeps us safe and it keeps the pizzerias happy and it keeps everybody else on the tour happy. But we encourage people to get tested before they come on a tour and it can cancel. And, you know, we don't like, we don't, they don't like lose their money or anything. Right. We try to be really lenient. So every day I'm fielding 
a few tickets get sold, a few people cancel, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's the nature of the beast, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, we're running a lot of tours that are not at capacity, and that's fine. We've lowered our capacity because we don't want them to be full. It's probably better in the summer too, right? Because everybody's outside, you can almost do walking and keep the windows open and all that stuff. Yeah, we do walking tours and we do bus tours year both year round, but yeah, there's just the safety issue. And I think either way, if people say, oh, my uh, my daughter was exposed at her school, so we're going to not come into the city that day for the tour. No problem. In fact, thank you. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, rather that than them come and not tell you and then expose other people for no reason. No, I don't want anybody thinking like, oh, well, we bought these tickets. We better not lose our money. It's okay. Right. Well, you know what? We're a, a tour company that's like relatively lean. And we dealt with this in March 2020 where we had to tuck it in for 16 months. Right. If we got to tuck it in for another six weeks, then we'll do it. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. It's always fascinating talking to you, Scott. Where can people go again if they're listening to this or a pizza shop they want to sign up? What was the website again? It's really easy. Sliceouthunger.org. Sliceouthunger.org. Dot O-R-G. And they can go message you on Instagram at Slice Out Hunger as well if they write. And then you are also Scott's Pizza Tours on Instagram, I believe. That is correct. Slice Out Hunger, Scott's Pizza Tours, and also Pizza Resource Center, which is our pizza books, home pizza making equipment, all that kind of stuff uh, as a website. Excellent. We'll link all that up in the show notes. Scott, don't go anywhere, but thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Always a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. The pleasure is mine, Bruce. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you so much to Scott for joining me in the podcast. Let's get him to his goal of 400 pizzerias helping slice out hunger, and let's fill in the gap on those pizzerias in those states that were mentioned that he still needs pizzerias. I'm going to message him after and see where we're at and see if anybody from SPM Podcast contacted him and let him know. But listen, let's be a part of that. Let's feed some hungry people. Let's be a part of the community, which I know you all are. You all get asked all the time for donations, so I know this is a hard ask, but... Would love to help out Scott and be a part of this great cause. So if you are, message him on Instagram. Include me on the message. I would love to be a part of it. Let me know how I can help you promote your business after you do that as well. Tag me on Instagram or message me. I'm at Smart Pizza Marketing. We can all go from there. And again, if you want to check out some of our courses, you can go over to smartpizzamarketing.com or just check out the free information on YouTube. We've been doing that a lot of clips of our podcast over on YouTube as well. Shorter clips of the podcast. I'm trying to go through these podcast episodes and pull out the nuggets, whether it be a two-minute clip or a four-minute clip or a six-minute clip, where all you have to do is listen to that one clip and you get some valuable information and you don't have to listen to the whole podcast on the feed. I would like you to, but you don't have to. I know we're all busy, so go check it out, Smart Pizza Marketing on YouTube. And if you have a question for me, you can reach out to me directly, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. And as always, we take all the show notes for you. They are available over on our website. Thank you so much. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.